You're listening to the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids Weekly Leader Training. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Gospel Project for Kids Weekly Leader Training Podcast. I'm Maggie, and today I'm joined by Sarah McLean. How are you, Sarah? Hey, doing great, Maggie. Happy to be here. How are you? Yeah, good, good. Today, we are going to be discussing Unit 22, Session 3, which is Jesus Healed Sickness. So, Sarah, can you share the big idea of this session with us? Sure. So, over the past few weeks, we have learned about many of Jesus' miracles. We learned how Jesus calmed the storm and how the disciples responded in amazement of his power. Then we read how Jesus not only healed a man who could not walk, but forgave his sins. As God, Jesus has the authority to forgive sins. Today, we will read how Jesus healed two more people. All of these miracles remind us that Jesus is not just a good man, but that he is God. As the Son of God, Jesus is both fully God and fully human. Such an important truth. And our Christ connection for this session is by healing the woman and raising the little girl from the dead, Jesus showed his power as the Messiah. Jesus died on the cross and rose again to save people from sin and death. When we trust in Jesus, God forgives our sins and changes us to be more like his son. So we are going to spend the next few minutes going over some different activities that we want to point out to you as you prepare. So I'll start with our babies and toddlers. And there is an activity called spread shaving cream, and it sounds super fun. But to make sure that you keep baby's hands out of their mouth, maybe let one or two babies try this at a time so that they can be especially closely supervised. Another option would be to put the shaving cream in a sealed or taped Ziploc bag, and then the babies could squish it around without getting messy. And if you just think shaving cream is not going to work for my group, That is okay because another idea is to blow bubbles and let the babies reach for them and touch them and connect that with the story of how the woman touched Jesus's clothes out of faith. And so that would be a great connection and and a fun tactile activity, regardless of whether you use shaving cream or bubbles. And then for older preschoolers, there's an activity called Spell with Bandages. And it's a group activity, but if you would rather make it an individual art project, you could write or print the name Jesus on a piece of construction paper for each preschooler, and then they could decorate their own page using adhesive bandages. And if it's not in your budget to get adhesive bandages for this project, you could also use dot stickers or finger paint over the letters. And then for our preschool worship, There's a game called Match Gloves and Mittens, and if you are having a hard time finding gloves and mittens, I live in Texas, so I know that those would not be necessarily easy to come by in the warmer climates, but you could also use clean, we want to emphasize clean socks instead of gloves and mittens and just go about the activity the same way, but use socks instead. And you could connect the socks to the activity by saying, we wear socks on our feet to protect them, and then... We, what do we wear on our hands so that they can stay safe and warm? We wear gloves. And the woman in today's story touched Jesus's clothes with her hand. So those are some preschool activities to notice. Sarah, what do you think for kids? What should they be noticing for kids? Yes. So for younger kids, there's an activity called Lost. 
And this is actually a missions activity for younger kids and older kids. So this would apply to the Older Kids Leader Guide as well. This activity requires the use of rice, but if rice seems too messy because you're worried like it's going to be so hard to pick up later, you know, not all classrooms have vacuums there. And if you've got carpet, sometimes those little rice grains get stuck in the carpet. So you could also substitute the rice for larger dried beans or pennies. And instead of coloring the bean or penny red, as you would do with the rice, the leaders could mark one with tape, maybe a specific color tape, like a green tape or something. And that way, this will just be make it a little bit easier for cleanup. And then for midweek, there's an activity called service map. For this activity, when looking for a map of your church, you could try looking on your church's website or with the church facilities team. If you're having a difficult time finding a map, you can provide kids with graph paper and have them start the activity by drawing their own map of the church. Love it. Those are fun. And I like the idea of subbing dried beans for rice. That that could be helpful and appreciated by the facilities team. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, Sarah, as we start to finish up, what's something that's exciting to you about this session? Yeah. So this session is really interesting. We see two miracles here. So it's a two for one kind of session. Yes. <laughs> she uses miracles. What a deal. I know. That's awesome. And so throughout this unit, one thing that we're focusing on is the miracles of Jesus. And one thing that we learn about Jesus's miracles is that they always validated his message. And so within the next unit, I believe we get into the teachings of Jesus. And so this is kind of giving a little bit of a look, look forward to his teachings when we see how his miracles validated his message. So each time he healed someone, not only does this show that he truly is the son of God, but is also a means by which people's faith in him is revealed. And we see this with Jairus and the woman here. The woman was bleeding and Jairus had obviously heard of him as well. They both had heard something. They had some level of faith in Jesus because word about him had spread. And so Jesus, in fact, commends the woman for her faith. And then he also reminds Jairus to believe. So Jesus is emphasizing faith here within this passage. And so as we teach this story to our kids, we can remind them of the importance of faith as well. And that faith is not rooted in what Jesus can do for us, although he has done a lot and we praise him and thank him for all the good things that he's done. But our faith is ultimately rooted in who he is. And he is the son of God. He is both God and human, as we've been teaching throughout this unit as well. So we can encourage kids to trust in Jesus and remember that his power can give us new life. The healings are great. The miracles are wonderful. But ultimately, what we need is new life by faith in him. I love that. And I love that you really emphasized faith because I think that sometimes we can sort of, especially as adults teaching kids, we can take for granted that kids just understand what it looks like to have faith. And that's, you know, kids have to be taught everything. And so that's, I love that this story focuses on faith and that it gives kids an example of what faith looks like. And I think you know, teaching the concept of faith can feel a little bit nebulous at times. And, you know, we know what faith is, but how do we teach someone else to live out of faith? And like you were saying, this passage gives two concrete examples of what it looks like to live out of faith. And faith includes action. So we see that in the woman approaching Jesus, and we see that in Jairus falling at Jesus's feet. But faith is also the stillness of having complete and utter trust that God can heal the biggest hurts and struggles in our life. And so I think that 
the story does a great job of giving kids a concrete look at what it means to have faith and what it means to practice that. Well, thanks for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We hope you have found it helpful as you prepare to teach the gospel project for kids in preschool. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the gospel project for preschool and kids. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.